Just so you guys know, I'm lurking, by the way. <laughs> You're lurking. <laughs> lurking. 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 I'm a lurker. Actually. And, and what I, kind of work are you doing? No, lurking. L Lima. Lurking. Got it. Oh, Lima okay, uniform. Okay. Yeah, lurking. As opposed, as yeah. opposed to twerking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't want to see me twerking. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the reason I jumped in to interrupt you guys is because I wanted to share experience I thought you might find amusing. So uh, you, you taught me years ago, if a truck is wandering down the road, doesn't really pull right, doesn't really pull left, it just tends to kind of want to follow those grooves in the road and it's just all over the place. That's just classic toe out, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, correct. So yesterday... I'm driving a car. My daughter has a Lexus hybrid. And she's had it a while. I've never driven it. I had to take it to the airport and drop it off for her. Um, I get in this car and it's a hybrid. So there's all kinds of weird things going on. I've never driven a hybrid before. I, just, I realized that's the first time I've ever driven mm-hmm. a hybrid. Um, there's all kinds of weird things in there. So, you know, as you're driving a new car, you're paying attention, all kinds of things. And you're looking and um, I start to realize this thing is the... I can't remember the last time I had a car that was actually out of alignment. I mean, it doesn't even seem to happen much anymore. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I had a car aligned either. They just always seem to be in really? alignment. I don't have a problem with it. I'm mm. like, this must have the worst case of toe out I have ever seen in my life. I looked like a pinball bouncing back and forth inside the lane. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I actually realized, wait a minute. I'm feeling the steering wheel pull in my hand. So Lisa was mm-hmm. behind me and she's like, what the hell are you doing up there? And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> she said, you got to do something with the driving mode. It's, it's got a, a partial self-driving mode. And I had it turned on, oh, but there's, there's some way that you're supposed to turn it on so that it um, kind of calibrates itself. And I did something wrong, obviously, but this thing was like bouncing back and forth from the two lines. I'm like, well, this is the worst case of toe out I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The computer I, can't find the center of the lane better it, than you. It was, yeah, it was awful. But uh, I finally figured it out. Once I, <laughs> once I turned off the button, the alignment's fine, so... Um, I just thought I'd share that. So the, the the cameras in the front and the computer were bouncing it back and forth between the white lines. Yeah, it would, you know, uh, when I, 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 I kind of let go of the wheel because I was tired of fighting the wheel. I'm like, I'm going to let go and see what this thing does. It shot towards the uh-huh. right. When it saw the right line, it shot hard to the left, and then it just kept doing that. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of crazy. That's what we have to look forward to with autonomous technology. Right. Oh, I love technology. I think it's great. I think everything should be computerized, including your sex life. (laughs) There you go. All right. So I have one last job to do, and that is to uh, convince everybody that today is officially vibration day. Call in with them. Challenge these guys. Oh, no. Oh, you're terrible. You're just and, now, and now I have to go. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for the info. All right.
sell when you buy a, a nice new luxury car. Just remember, turn off the driving mode because turn off the driving mode. <laughs> we know we know how to find the center of the lane better than this thing. There you go. There you go. And the other thing is, don't bend your steer axles. Oh God! Yeah, don't. Yeah, we saw, nice picture we saw of that. Uh, that was awesome. Of, there was a linear crack in the axle, and there was a part of it that was cracked so bad you could see daylight through it. Right, right. That was, I think, it was out of Alabama. Uh, cracked axle, I, and yeah. First, uh, they asked me what what do I think of uh, bending an axle for an alignment, and I said I don't know how you're going to cold bend an axle for an alignment unless you're trying to actually break it. And it turns out that's what they were doing. Yeah. So as clean and line, as clean a line as that crack was, I've got to believe there was a flaw in the casting anyway. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. And then they went and bent it and the, and the flaw just went bang. I'm done. Revealed the shit out of that. But I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, the, the, would the flaw have been revealed ever in its entire life if you hadn't applied a hundred thousand pounds worth of torque to it? it it's hard to say. Uh, do, did they ever tell you how old that axle was? I don't recall that in the conversation, but not more than 10 years. I don't think. Okay. Okay. Well, if it managed to last 10 years and didn't crack, if somebody hadn't done that to it, it probably lasted 20. Right. Right, which yeah. is long enough, right? Yeah, so, and i got to admit, in, in all the years I've been doing this, I've seen axles crack vertically and fail. Yes. Oh, yeah. Creepy. Usually while they were on the rack, while somebody oh. was trying to bend them, okay? But I've never that's, seen that's one a crack. Moment. That's a real moment. Right there. Yeah, that's everybody wakes oh, yeah. up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the axle cracks or if the clevis that's holding the axle busts. The whole truck jumps up in the air and winds up half in the pit with the guy. Well, that's a lot right. of fun. <laughs> uh, but I've never seen one crack in line with the axle. Yeah, that's that's you quite know? a thing. Wow. Well. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so we got anything exciting. Uh, anything new or and exciting? Well, we have office-related news that is new this morning and kind of uh, held up my day a little bit. We got a new printer. Oh, we got it. We got the printer. We got a, we got a new printer. This is this is inside baseball stuff. This is uh, yeah. we now we can now when we print our materials, we have a nice new Xerox printer to do it with. Okay, and you've got it all hooked up and networked and everything. It is. Uh, we'll probably move it again because it's not in the normal printer area because the other printer's still there and it still works and we can't move it until we're ready. Okay. Right. So. Okay. That's uh, but uh, that's the newest thing happening here. Okay. Um, we have lots of people all over the country that have alignment problems that don't call during the uh, show. I think uh-huh. I should make everybody only call during the show. Yes. If you can't get your advice in this hour, you just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, we're not taking calls any other time. We're we're cutting back on our work hours. Right. Thank you for calling with your tech question. Uh, if yeah. you want us to help you with your truck alignment, you're going to have to call on Thursday 
between <laughs> noon and one central. The 24 hour tech line is closed. It's now a one hour a week tech line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm believing all this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. The only time we'll take vibration calls is from noon to one o'clock central time on Thursday. Uh, even then? Even then is too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's see. So how's your how's your how's your uh wild adventure through the through the very, very hot uh, lands of Western United States going. Well, well, I can talk to you about all that when we don't have callers online. Do we have any callers online? We do have a caller on the line. Let's take care of the callers well, first. Then we can fill in with this. Fill in with the big issue report. All right. Yeah, right. Hold on a minute. We got a, uh, uh, somebody, maybe his name's Chad, talking about uh, tire wear. Uh, let's get this okay. going right now. Hello, tire wear issue. Hey guys, got a question on uh, drive tires, which I suspect from what you've said lately is going to be the classic Spicer Axle Flex. These are Bridgestone M713s, about 115,000 miles on them, uh, have not been rotated yet. The difference between the, uh, the back axle has 15, 30 seconds, front axle has 17, 115 PSI. Yep. The yep. back axle looks pretty good. They all have a little inside edge wear. The worst uh -huh. is, obvi is obviously on the front axle, but the front right position. Um, uh -huh. Checked wheel bearings. Uh, shocks have been on new shocks 27,000 ago. Um, what else do I need to check, or what have I missed? <laughs> no, I don't think you've missed anything. I think you're exactly right. Um, the only thing I, I would do is I think 115 is too much air for dual. These are duals, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 115 is more air than I would run. I'd run closer to a hundred and okay. that will help reduce some of the heel and toe wear. But, and, and you said earlier that this is the classic Spicer axle flex. Well, Spicer is not the only one that builds the axle to flex. Spicer does, Meritor does, Dana does, and Packard does. So they all build that. They all do axle that will flex mm -hmm. okay so guessing that's what it is um i'll rotate the tires and see if this comes out but question is why does it why does it show up worse in the right front as opposed to the left front well it, it shows up on the front axle worse because the rear axle wears faster and tends to erase the pattern whether it'll mm -hmm. show up on the right front inside first or the left front inside first tends to vary on too many variables for us to be able to identify, but it always shows up on the front axle on one side or the other first, and then the other side, and then on the rear axle. Right. There was no real reason. It just did on your track. Right. Okay. I will uh, do the rotation and see if it uh, starts to scrub them off on the back axle. That will. Awesome, buddy. Good right. luck to you. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Very good. Very good. That was straightforward. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And uh, I got to wonder, um, I mean, I know Kevin Rutherford's out there lurking, and he's uh, big on fuel, and I've seen that the fuel prices are not low right now. 
And I mm-hmm. wonder if the 115 would add enough uh, of a fuel savings to argue that the tire loss is worth it at this time, except that the tires are hard so. to find. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, tires are just yeah. too hard to find. Yeah, because remember, if you go by the load and inflation table, the correct inflation for those dual tires is probably about 70 pounds, according to the engineer. That gives you a big push. Yeah, well, by the time you've gotten to 100, you're 45% overinflated. You have shrunk the footprint down to where you've reduced the rolling resistance to a a lot less than it was at 70. Mm -hmm. And by the time you get to 115, you've shrunk it down so much that all the horsepower and all the braking power is being done through, through such a small footprint that yeah. you're really torquing the individual lugs, so right. I I I can't I can't recommend that at all. Yeah, I get you, especially if you went to a uh, super single. Uh, right. Well, a super single. Yeah, but a super single, the load and inflation table says they should be running somewhere around 100 psi. Ah, uh, so if you increase it to say 120, 130, well. You know, you have an actual over Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're in a different ballpark there. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, and now if anybody else wanted to call in to this call in show, our our call in number is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. That's uh eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. I don't know uh, who or how many people are listening today, but I'm I'm sure some of them somewhere in the country have some kind of a problem with uh, their tires or perhaps a vibration. But no, 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 no vibrations. <laughs> no vibrations. No vibrations. No, no vibration. No. Yeah, that uh, we're defying those orders. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. So how, now, as far as this this traveling trip goes. Uh, as of tomorrow, we'll have been on the road three weeks. Um, yes. We, we have traveled from Iowa through Minnesota, through North Dakota, through Montana, Idaho, Washington. Uh, then we traveled down the coast of Oregon from Astoria down to Crescent City in California right on the coast. Then we traveled through the Redwoods all the way down the West Coast to San Diego, Mm-hmm. And now I've left San Diego yesterday, and I'm now in Flagstaff. And right. uh, our, our car is the doing, most boiling part of the country yesterday. Then, yeah, it was hot. It was 106, 108 degrees out there, and and we didn't open the windows. And this little car, the air conditioning kept up just fine, no problem. That's impressive. And we're averaging on this trip from start to this point about 50 miles to the gallon. 50 miles to the gallon. Wow. Yeah. Of course, all you're hauling is all that hot air that you've got. No, 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 no. There's me and there's Dottie and there's all of our clothes and all of the, the trinkets and crap that she picks up on the trip. We've got stuff and things. And, <laughs> and my sister Mary was with us from Portland down to San Diego. So there's, you know, and uh, yeah. it, it's been it's been fine. We, we've uh, toured Hearst Castle. Uh, at San okay. Simeon in California. We got ice cream at Giardelli Square in San Francisco. We drove through a redwood tree in Oregon. Okay. Uh, or no, that was Northern California. Uh, we went to the tower 
the monument in Astoria. 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 We saw the Badlands in the Dakotas. Uh, we've, we've, we've stopped and seen some stuff as we've gone along. Needles. You saw needles. We drove through needles. We had lunch in needles. Yeah. Don't blink. So, you missed it. True. Right. I think, yeah. if I recall correctly, and this is a deep dive here, I think that's where Snoopy's brother is from. I'm not 100% the sure. Beat the heck out of me. All right. Yeah, I think anyway. you might be right, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, we do have another caller in. Uh, yeah. I think this person has a 91 peak and a vibration. So Uh-oh. I don't know how yeah. you're going to have a vibration in a 30 year old truck, but we'll see. Can't happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, hello, Gary. Hey, yeah. Did I tell you my name yeah. first? I don't no, remember that. It shows this information from the last call. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and tell Kevin we don't need no stinking lurkers. <laughs> no lurkers? <laughs> no lurkers? No lurkers. All right, yeah. that's cool. But, uh, so, yeah, I got a vibration, and I've had uh, it a while, but... <clears throat> It only, uh, and I run about mm, 63 to 65, sometimes 67. Okay. But when I do get up up to about 70 mile an hour, either going downhill, you know, when it coasts up that fast or whatever, I'll start getting vibration. And I'm running the, uh, I'm a steering axle. Over no, wait, the, wait, uh, wait, 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 before yeah, you yeah. tell me the rest of it. Where do you feel the vibration? Is it in your steering wheel uh, or in the floorboards and seat? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I think uh, I think it's sort of in my floorboard and feet. Okay, so it's a driveline vibration then. Okay, that's what I was wondering so, about. Yeah, so I don't need to talk about any of your parts in the front end of the truck. Those don't mean shit to me. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, what have you got in the back of the truck? Anything special? What do you mean in the back of the truck? What's your suspension? Oh, yeah, it's it's just air ride, Peterbilt air ride suspension. Okay. This hasn't been vibrating the whole time. How, How long ago did it start vibrating? Like this? It started vibrating like this. Um, I don't know, maybe a year ago. Two years ago, okay. but okay. I didn't run it. And, and did so you it... did you put tires on a year ago? No, I put tires on. It's done it before on maybe uh, maybe two months. Okay, okay, so it did it before the new tires were put on, and now it does it after the new tires were put on. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, right. Okay. Right. Are you doing anything for balance in the rear end of the truck? I've got bags. Uh, span, what are they, glass beads? Beads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you put that in all the tires. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And, and this is right 91? This is 91, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And have you any had anybody check your drive shafts? I haven't. Okay. That would sit with what you've told me about what's going on with the wheels and told me that it did it before the tires and after the tires and you're balancing the tires. The high speed vibration you're you're talking about, it's no let me ask a couple more questions. Does it happen as you accelerate 
or do you have to reach a steady speed for it to vibrate? No, occasionally I will accelerate to 70 or a little above, and I'll get it then, or when I'm coasting down a hill, I'll get it. Okay, so accelerating and decelerating, you get it. But by the time you get to about uh, 65 or so, it goes away. Is that correct? Yeah, I mostly start feeling it up right around 70. And then I can go a little faster. I don't know how fast, but I can feel it faster than that. Okay, that's... That sounds like a vibration problem uh, that is caused by balance, okay? Yeah. So I would recommend, you've already balanced your drive your wheels. I would recommend you have the drive shaft check for balance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Maybe it was drive. It could be. Also, but well, but, but by drive. putting the bags right. in. By putting by putting the bags in, you balance the drums and the tires and the and and the rims. True. Okay. And it did okay. it before you changed the tires. It did it after you changed the tires. So I'm going to look at another component. And the other obvious component that is speed related is your drive shaft. It turns faster when you get to that speed too. Yeah. Of course, it's certainly yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I okay. don't think. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is the way it looks, and all this is original drive south, and it's probably uh, it's got the little balancing weights welded on there. But no, I know they can. Uh, I, I yeah. think I'm with Maybe you. I, I feel like that's probably what it is. Yeah, I, w- I would take them out and they could check the universals and the oaks, make sure everything's good. They could check the carrier bearing, make sure it's good, and they can check the drive shaft for balance and make sure it's straight. And if everything's good, put it back in, fine. But I bet they're going to find something wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That, that sounds good to me. I appreciate it. All right. Buddy. You have a good day. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also recommend not going over 65, but I mean, how are you going to stop that? Well, you know, that's the <laughs> other thing. The doctor says it hurts when I do this. Don't do that. So don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Right. We're fine. Right. All right. So uh, let's see. We have um, training next week. I got training next week. I got uh, upwards of six, seven people going to be here for training Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Now you can print out handouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Color. Yeah. But the QCP came back, right? Uh, the QCP the is back. There's yep. extra handouts in that box. Oh, good. All right. Well, that makes it even simpler. Yeah. Yeah. Get the handouts out of the box. And then we're going to have to start printing more because we got to take them to Baldy, Texas with us. And yes, then do. the week after I get back, I got to fly to Maryland to do some training, right? Or Virginia. Yes. Virginia. Specifically Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. So we're going to need handouts for them. Right. So we're going to have to print some more anyway, but we've got enough to get by for right now. Yes. And a printer to get us through. Yes. The important things. Right. Okay. So if you didn't didn't put the printer in the print area there, where did you set it up at? Uh, Where we put together the manuals. Oh, okay. Over in the binding area. Yep. 
Okay. We needed an Ethernet port, and we already had a printer plugged into that Ethernet port. And I would have moved it, but I needed to make sure that we were all set before I changed anything, or the office is going to go to hell. Yeah, I agree with that. You can't have that. Okay. Very good. All right. So, yeah. So, that's the... The office is a boring place, mostly because of Labor Day weekend. I'm going to blame that. It seems like it was actually a five-day weekend this time. There just wasn't Pretty a whole much. lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you've had a you've had a boring week. We had a we had a, a recent test of our lasers. I understand. Again, also related to Southern California. Um, apparently, our, oh, yeah. our, our good friend down there. In uh, Julian, uh, it's not Julian, not Valley Center. It's Julian. Uh, he Julian. was having issues with uh, laser actually going out when the bar reaches 140 degrees because he left it out in the sun. In the desert. <laughs> in the desert, right, right. And um, yeah, working on RVs and stuff, which is that's a that's a that's a really good test. We need to, but he lets it cool down just a little bit. And it comes right back on and everything's fine. It's a really good test. We, we got these lasers. Uh, it's the same design, same maker, same everything as over a decade ago when we determined mm-hmm. we could use them in the sun in Phoenix and in the dark of night in the cold of Fairbanks, Alaska. Yep. And it would still work. But now he's got one, yep. at least one, that's failing. And I'm wondering, is it the laser or is it maybe the battery? But well, the, the, but wait a minute, wait a minute. That laser he's got is one of those black painted bars, isn't it? Oh, you're right. It As is. opposed to the red one. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to be hotter than the red bars are. True. Probably true. It's a uh, it's aluminum in an aluminum block. It dissipates heat quickly. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, that uh, that could be it. Yeah, so don't set it down in the sun. Set it over in the shade while you're not using it, and then it'll be fine. Yeah, right. You're gonna melt the solder out there. <laughs> uh, right. Cooking egg. Uh, all right. Now we do have another caller. Yeah. Um, no. Let's see. We. If you were to call in, the number would be eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. But we do have a caller here, and uh, we should see what uh, they have going on. Hello, uh, Howdy, uh, from Jackson. Hey, uh, hey, quick hey. question. Back, back to tire pressure. If you're running yep. 16-fly on your drives, would you still run 100 PSI? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You don't need a 16-ply on, t- on the drives. In fact, you don't even need a 14-ply on the drives. Because uh, you're only carrying yeah. at full load, you're only carrying about 4,500 pounds on each tire. So you got way more tire than you need, but it's simpler to go ahead and buy those tires. And and 100 psi on a dual works just fine, regardless if it's 14 or 16 plus. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just happened to have a set that when everything went short, I grabbed what I could get. Sure, that's fine. It's no problem. It's not going to hurt anything. I haven't put them on yet. Yeah, I didn't know if I needed to run more. Nope. More in those nope. because they were heavier. Okay. Hundred pounds. Okay, buddy. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you. Yeah, we 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 kind of looked at that one day. Uh, 
sitting around drinking beers and, and looking at how much weight's actually on the tires. And we started looking in the tire chart at what tire would be the smallest tire we could buy, the cheapest buyer tire we could buy to put on dual wheel applications on semis that would be able to carry 4,500 pounds per tire. And we actually wound up in the passenger car light truck market. <laughs> they were like 16 inch tires. Uh, and, and they were completely inappropriate for the application. But if you looked at the weight they could carry, that's all we there needed we to buy. We could buy, we could buy 16 of those, put them on the truck and trailer. And yes, you're going to need heavier tires on the steer because they carry 6,000 or 6,600 pounds per tire. Right. But yeah. the rest of them are, are really not carrying that much weight. You could put that on. They would last how long, do you think? Oh, they wouldn't wear for shit. <laughs> wouldn't wear for shit. They would wear out very quickly. That's the problem. Oh, they'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. But you put on it now. Is there a tire life difference between, let's say, a 16-ply and a 14-ply if you put them in the driver trailer? No, there's no life difference. Because the tread is going yep. to wear out just as fast. All the plies underneath it really don't change anything. Well, there are no difference. The, 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 the basic difference between a 16-ply and a 14-ply truck tire right. is the bead bundle, the steel bead bundle that goes around right. the rim. The rest of the tire, the, the under construction, the internal parts of the rest of the tire are basically the same tires. The bead bundle around the rim, not even across the tread. Nope, not or across the tread. Steel belted. So steel belted tires, you just got... Yeah, basically the entire same construction except right there at the beat. Between a 14 and a 16 ply, specifically. I'm talking about those tires because that's what I asked the tire engineers about years ago. You know, what's the difference? Just the bead bundle is bigger. Well, that is fascinating information. That's not something that I had been uh, privy to. But now I am. Cool. And so are you. Now you win. There we go. All right. Okay. All right. Now, uh, we have another tire wear question. This guy, these, these are doing really great defying uh, uh, Kevin's orders as there's another tire wear question uh, coming Good. out of Texas. Uh, hello. I don't know. Hey there. It's actually a vibration. I just wanted to trick y'all. Oh, man. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. It is a tire wear issue. Uh yeah, uh, steer tire, inside wear on the driver's side, outside wear on the passenger side. Uh, Drive axles out well, of alignment. That's Sounds what like. I. That's what I was. Th- that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to wanted to clarify that. Because yep. uh, I, I rotated the tires, put them, swapped them the other side, and they started wearing the same way on the inside and outside on mm-hmm. the other one. Got tried to finish the tire off. Got new tires, and I'm trying to get it in before it gets too bad. Get to alignment done on it. Yep, you need to alignment on the rear end. Yeah. It does pull to the right, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. There you go. Yep. That'd be it. So, all right. That'd Thank you, right. guys. Appreciate it. You bet, no buddy. Problem. All right. All right. Bye. That's interesting. That's interesting because this week I got a call from an engineer at a t- at a truck manufacturing facility, and they they're fighting alignments at the factory, and they bought this new alignment equipment, and the alignment equipment is trying to get them to set the specs to a real tight tolerance, okay? okay? And he says, we can't build the trucks at in the normal time allotted because the alignment machine is trying to make us set them so tight. And he says, what can you recommend? And I says, change the specs. 
Right. And so we had a nice long talk about, right. you know, building it at the factory and aligning it at the factory versus performance alignment and how brand new vehicles, once you build them at the factory during the first 60 days, they're going to settle in and change anyway. So trying to get them perfectly aligned at the factory is a waste of time. It and is. so we had a nice long talk about all that. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And we demonstrated all that. That was almost 20 years ago now. Oh yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. You just yeah, you can you can build it perfect at the factory. And it's still gonna change by the time it gets to the dealer. Yep. Yep. So I referred him to the TMCRP six forty two where we discussed all of that stuff and told him I said what I would do is I, I would establish a build spec that you guys can accomplish at the factory in an appropriate amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then I would tell a customer, This is the build spec we put it to. And then here is another spec that if you want to line your truck, this spec will get you the best performance, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. And between the build when we do it and 60 days when it finishes settling in, this is where you should try and set it in order to get the best results. He said, oh, okay, I can see that. Right. So we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. I, I have wondered if it is an uh, implied liability issue like with your old uh, uh, Toyota Matrix, if they try to set it to a tighter spec or, or even recommend a tighter spec to a customer. But they'll decide they that. Can, the lawyers can argue that both ways, and I guarantee you they will. Okay. Yeah. But I feel that due diligence is I set it as good as I can in the factory during the time I have available. And I advise the customer it's going to settle in usually within this period of time. And this other spec from our research says you will get the best tire wear. So when you reset it, here's where we recommend you set it to. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like that would be reasonable. We'll see if it happens. We'll see what the lawyers say. Of course, they don't know anything exactly. about reasonable. Never, yeah, yeah, never said the law was reasonable. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All so right. how much time have we spent on this uh, podcast and how much time have we got left? Uh, just over a half hour and just about 20-ish minutes. I've run out of things to say. I'm going to take a nap. You're going to take... You run out of things to say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Not> anything's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It's uh, possible. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, I, should, I should... Okay, go ahead and tell everybody. We do not have anybody on the on the line. Uh, so if you wanted to, if you have any questions about the tire wear, the handling, the specs, the, uh, a couple of different vibrations and, um, and the tires themselves, just give us a call here at 855-950-3835. And, uh, and in the meantime, I will tell you all about our vacation. You can tell us about the vacation. What's next on your vacation? Uh, next is we're going well, we're spending a few days here in Flagstaff with my wife's family, and then we're going to go up through Durango, Colorado, and up through the Alps of uh, North America and to Gunnison, and then we're going to go over to Colorado Springs. And Dottie wants to go to the top of Pikes Peak. I've been there okay. once, and she's jealous. So we're going to go. She's jealous. And I'm not going to drive it. I drove it once, and driving up and down that hill once was plenty. So they got this train that goes to the top. Oh, that's Ride good. the train to the top. For a yeah. second, I thought you were going to make Dottie drive it. Well, I was thinking about making her walk it. <laughs> that's a the real question is, will she, 
Yeah. Well, the real question is, will she let me come down? Leave <laughs> you up there. I mean, after three weeks in the car with me. It yeah. might be enough time. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, then, and then you'll be headed from the, uh, from there across the flatlands to Iowa. Yeah. We'll spend Thursday and Friday driving home of next All week. Right. Yeah. When do you expect yep. to get into town? Uh, I'm hoping for mid afternoon on Friday, mid afternoon, Friday. Okay. So end of the week. All right. Yep. Uh, yep. which yep. is great. All right. That'll be a, a full four weeks or practically you could call it a, a February it, month. In, yeah, uh, it's a full four-week trip, 5,000 miles in a Prius. In a Prius. Man. Yeah. We'll never and, imagine and we've driven, that. We've driven people nuts on the interstate because when we left home, we decided, I don't care what the interstate speed limit is, we're setting our car at 65. Yeah. And so we've made the whole trip at 65 <laughs> miles an hour on the interstate. I don't care if their speed limit 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, doesn't matter. We're going 65. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I'm sure people were approaching rather quickly in Montana. Yeah, mm. and I'm squatting down in the seat real low so I could look through the steering wheel. So, you know. <laughs> Where is it? Somebody driving? Out? Look at that old fart. He can't even see over the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to have fun somehow. All right, we have another caller in, uh, and this one, I don't know whether to believe it, but it says it's from Fairbanks, Alaska. This may be the other cool. end of that test we were talking about. Hold cool. on just a second. Hello, Mike? Uh, yes, sir. Hi. How are you, gentlemen? Uh, thank you for doing what you do. really appreciate your show. Um, I, I used to live in Fairbanks, Alaska, and, you know, it's inconvenient changing your phone number. So when I moved, I just kept the same mobile number. So that's yeah, what you get it that. keeps everybody talking. That's good. It does. It always makes for interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, um, uh, quick question for you. So I'll give you a quick rundown. I have a 2013 Freightliner Cascadia. It's, mm. uh, it's, um, it's steered. It's, I've got a regular wear just a little bit, just a little strip about maybe, three quarters of an inch on the driver's side outside or, uh, driver's side shoulder of the driver's side tire. And, steer? um, the steer. It's, it's a steer. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, I've had the truck about six years now, I guess. And previously I had run, uh, Bridgestone steer tires on there a couple of times. I ran some Michelin's once The Michelin's proved to be super tough and did really well. Never mm -hmm. had, any irregular wear. Um, and then, um, I converted my 24, five low pros to 22, five, 11 R's. Mm -hmm. And, and at mm -hmm. the time that I wanted to do that, and at the time that I did that, the only tires they had was a Goodyear tire. So I bought that and put it on there and it, it's mm -hmm. their, it's their marathon long haul steer, I think. And, uh, uh -huh. And so then, you know, three or four months into uh, those tires, they started forming this little pattern. And um, mm -hmm. it's it's not just horrible. It's probably a 30-second or maybe a couple of 30-seconds. Uh, probably not two, though, but it's just this little, little, little strip on this 
left side of that steer tire that's wearing faster than the rest. And I've been, they are, by the way, they are uh, 16 ply tires. And the, uh, mm-hmm. um, previously I've run a mix of the two, but I've been running them always at the full 120 on the shoulder and usually about 124 to 128 PSI, somewhere in that range right there. Okay, that's good. That's fine. Now, the only question I got is, what brand is the steer axle? Now, normally, oh, I would boy. expect you to have a Meritor or an Alliance axle, a Detroit axle. But is there any chance that it's, it's a Dana axle? Um, you know, there's a chance because I don't, I don't know what it has. It just has what it had on its stock when it rolled off it. Okay, are you, are you in the truck or are you calling from somewhere else? I am in the truck on the move at the moment. Okay, okay you're gonna have right. to be quick. So, so put it on. So put it on cruise control. Right. And open the door, and look Lean in the out. door jam, and there's, a, and there's a a label in the door jam that'll tell you what brand the axle is. Okay. There, it's right there. You just you gotta look backwards <laughs> while you're doing this. So just hold the steering wheel as still as you can. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, you get a chance, um, when you okay. stop, take a look at that and see what brand it is. All right. If it's a Spicer Dana axle, they have a tendency to wear the outside shoulder of the right front tire. Okay. Left front. Left front. Now. Right front. Left, left front, front tire. Outside shoulder of the left yep. front tire. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, because the other tires didn't do it, and this one is the only one that's done it. I don't really think you're going to find that. I'm going to think you're going to find it's a Meritor or Detroit Axle, and that's not the issue. Okay? All right. Uh-huh. So the second question is, is there any feathered wear on the steer tire? And Goodyear will reveal it like as day, the day is long. It'll just... You'll feel you just it all lay the time. Yeah, no, palm down? Yeah. Slide no, it across so. it? Okay. I, all I right. was checking it, and uh, yeah. It seems real sound other than that one little spot. Okay. And how many miles are on the tires? Oh, I was looking for that when you tied me in. I knew you were going to ask me that. Hold on one second. I've got it. Uh, let me. Okay. Let's see. Uh, about 45,000. Okay. All right. That's just about as long as those tires are good for us. So you're okay. <laughs> so go ahead and just replace the tires right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. Your rep will be impressed. <laughs> They'll love me. <laughs> um, with no feathered wear, and with none of the other tires doing this, and it, and this this little strip goes all the way around the tire, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm kind of at a loss without checking some other significant things, but um, yes. is any there vibration? any now? Yeah, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting vibration. It doesn't sound like inflation. It doesn't sound like alignment. It doesn't sound like the Dana axle. Uh, yeah. I would look on the side of the tire. Yes, they're good years, but were they made in Malaysia? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I have no well, idea. <laughs> yeah, we have had a manufacturer or two that found that uh, depending on the country of origin, they were getting better or worse wear. So maybe. 
but uh, but yeah, in this case, uh, I I would take it in and have it looked at, and somebody might find something that w- that you haven't seen. I mean, I've had plenty of people who said I don't have any vibration. The thing just has kingpins that are are have almost an inch of and loose. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's worth having it looked at. And uh, if we can, if they can't find a mechanical issue or uh, an alignment issue. And your your handling is accurate, and their mechanical and alignment inspection is accurate. It's possible that it's just a bad tire. Well, um, and let me uh, let's say that I'll I'll check the feathered wear again, and let's say that okay. upon further reflection, I say, you know, I think I've got a tiny bit. Maybe what will that tell you? That would tell me the alignment's wrong. The drive axle and the toe aren't quite right, and it's putting too okay. much pressure on the left front tire. And I would expect the right front tire to be relatively smooth, but there might be a little bit of sharp edge as you pull your hand out on the left front tire. Right. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, crawling up the ground of the road just a little too much. It drives just as straight as an arrow, but it's now resulting in tire wear. Okay. And, uh, you know, more context here real quick. I, I've had this truck, uh, since 2017, I think I had the alignment done in uh, May of 2017 and I drove mm-hmm. and, and I never had any steer tire issues at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, let me think, let me, th- and, and I never did in another alignment. And then when I got these tires, um, maybe three months ago now, I, I was just beginning to see something that was concerning me on that shoulder. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, it's been years. I'll go ahead and go in. And I had the alignment checked and they, they, I, you know, three axle alignment on the tractor. They did some adjustment on the drive axles, but they said they didn't mm-hmm. touch the steer axle cause it didn't need it. But it's just, the drive uh, axle would, yeah, the drive axle would be where I'd expect the majority of the problem to be. Right. Okay. And it seemed, <laughs> I'd say this, it seemed like the problem it certainly has been steady, and it might have accelerated a little bit since they uh, looked at well, it. Once well, you once can, the, if you can once see the, the tire wear, it's already kind of too late. I okay, mean, and it, it accelerates all on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, check it so, out. Um, Let us know what you find. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your time and your help. You're welcome, right. bud. You have a good day. Thanks for coming. All right. So if you if you have a if you have a tire that you can see tire wear on, but it's a relatively new tire, what's our recommendation? Um, 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 I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to recommend? <laughs> well, first, uh, make sure that it's, uh, it's uh, you've eliminated the problem by aligning it or or whatever before you start throwing other tires at it. And then well, the first thing I want to know, it, the first thing I want to know, if it's got an irregular wear, is there feathered wear? Yeah. If there's no feathered wear, I'm not going to be chasing alignment. I'm going to be chasing other mechanical issues. Mechanical issues. If there right. is feathered wear, we got to fix the alignment. Right. And then once and once you fix the either mechanical or alignment issue, if you have a tire which has a little bit of wear, so if if you happen to own a trailer, throw it on there and get yeah, a new tire on your tire. If it's still safe to run on the steer, I, I advocate drive it on the steer unless you have mm-hmm. to have another tire someplace else, then use that one. Yeah. But I want to take it off yeah. the steer as long as it's worth making it work. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you, if you have to buy new rubber, put the rubber on the steer. Yes. That's always a good rule. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Now we got, uh, oh, I don't know, 15, eh, 12 minutes left. And we've got no collars on the hook. So if anybody has any questions they need answered before next week, whether it's uh, one of our stores or, you know, an alignment they were working on or uh, somebody with a tire issue, this will be your last 10 minutes to get any questions answered. Until next week, don't bother calling in between. Uh, the number is 855-950-3835. That's 855-950-3835. And uh, we can answer it in the next several minutes. No, we won't uh, have time because I'm going to spend the next several minutes talking about Hearst Castle. Hearst Castle. They see you now that's, Hearst Castle. Same that's the, uh, the kind of the inspiration for that one really famous movie, right? I don't know. Was there a famous movie? Uh, there's, there's never actually never been a famous movie. They're all it's, just. It's it, all it is is a monument to man's waste of money. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I mean, he's got swimming pools. He's got, he's got. He collected stuff from all over the world. Brought it there. It was J. Randolph Hearst, a famous mm-hmm. guy from the newspapers and everything. And and it's a monument to how you can waste money because it's sitting up there now. They they wanted to donate it to the state of California. And California didn't really want it because the maintenance was more than they could take it in revenues. So, All right. Yeah, it's I mean, what just, are we looking it's at? Quite here? a place. Yeah. Is yeah. Is it is it his own zoo up there? Is it it's like is it like Greek architecture? Is it is there anything special about it that? Uh, uh, that architect built it, or uh, what? Uh, yeah, there was a there was a gal that that designed all the stuff, and they built these different cabins on different kinds of motifs and styles, and then the main house, and and the main hall, and the dining hall, and they they got ceilings from places in Europe, and they put the ceilings up in here so that they had all this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a mixed mass of uh, important things that, are, that people are supposed to care about. Interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm afraid okay. I'm getting too practical for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we won't bother talking about that. We'll talk to this guy, Robert, who uh, has a flagstaff, I guess is what's going on here. <laughs> Hello, Robert. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, um, yeah. Just uh, wanted to let uh, Mikey know that... Uh, if he hears some sort of air horn going down the road later, it's uh, it's me. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> where, where are you headed? Down. What road are you on? We're on I forty. Yeah, on I forty and uh, through Flagstaff. And we're going west in New Mexico towards uh, towards Arizona. So I'll be how far out of Flagstaff are you? Uh, probably good two fifty. So like four hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll be listening for the air horn as you drive by. While I'm <laughs> there you go. in the shade in a cheese lounge, sucking on a drink. There you go. And and if you want to look at the highway, I'm the one letting the steering wheel go and the truck going straight to the right. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> 
Got a oh, little right light pole. A little bit of a right, right. pole. All right. A lot of right cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, take it easy, guys. Yep. You too. Thank drive you. safe out there. All right. Bye bye. All right. <laughs> no, I don't. be driving through the flag. Yeah, I don't remember if this is a uh, old wives' tale or a new wives' tale, uh, but uh, there there was a story of somebody driving through Arizona, probably on the same stretch of highway, because it is long and flat, and there's nothing on it between New Mexico and nearly Flagstaff, and uh, set up some bungee cords on his steering wheel so he could get it driving nice and straight without his hands yep. on it. And then yep. uh, decided to go in the back and get himself a sandwich and ended yep. up a uh, half mile off of the highway in short order and couldn't get back to the steering mm-hmm. wheel. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I don't recommend it. sounds about right. But, uh, apparently this is, well, yeah. It's the, when they it's first the brought out cruise control, when they first brought out cruise control, I thought that was what it was. You just set the cruise control and take a nap. It's all good. That's the cruise control taken out. Yeah, that's now, what it's supposed to do. Cruise control. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's what they the said, pilots no, no, do it all the time, don't they? No, that's autopilot. That's a different <laughs> thing. Well, you pilot, I cruise. Well, see, that's what Kevin Rutherford had at the beginning of the show. Somebody right. had the car set up for autopilot. They didn't have it calibrated right. And he was bouncing back and forth between the white lines in his lane. Jeez. Wow. All right. Well, I think we're, we're right, up, right at the end of the show, and I'm going to end it with some breaking news that uh, has just come across the wire. Mike, you were on the podcast the day that the queen died. So, oh, she died today? Yep. That's oh. it. It's over. I heard, I heard everybody was running to go see her, and I, yeah. I didn't think things were good. That's yeah, a shame. She was a nice old gal. I, yeah, yeah, that's what she I was a nice old gal. Yeah. Okay, well, keep that in mind. All right. Yep. Everybody, have yourselves right, a good man. week. I'm going to be driving. I will talk to you next Thursday while I'm on the road home. All right. Talk to you then. All right. Bye. Bye.